0: Shenanigans. I'm your muse, Tara Lamont Eastman, a creative, a feminist, and a pastor. In this week's episode, I tell the story about a curious follower of Jesus, a childhood story about discovering jelly beans and the emotions that come along with them, and a poem from John O'Donohue. Holy Shenanigans podcast is a place where I try to do my best to honor a long line of Welsh, Scottish, and Irish ancestors. I think there might be a bard or two back there. And I will try to do well by them by telling a good story that sticks with you. In this week's Bible text, we hear a story from John 20, where the disciples are hiding out in an upper room after the crucifixion and death of Jesus. Some disciples and women have come by to tell them that Jesus is actually alive but because of fear or some other complicated human emotion they lock themselves into this quiet room to wait out the leftover drama from holy week and the possibility of being found out as students of jesus when an unexpected visitor shows up this visitor does not knock on the locked door of this upper room the visitor simply appears before them and extends his peace to them this visitor is Jesus. While most of the disciples were there for this amazing event, Thomas was not. When the disciples who were present for this holy visitor tell him that Jesus was there to see them, he says something like, if I don't see him or touch him, I can't believe what you're saying. This is where that unfortunate description of Thomas comes about. I'm sure that you've heard it before. Doubting Thomas? One week later in this story, Jesus appears in the room once more, and Thomas is there. Jesus tells Thomas to look at him and to even touch the distinguishing injuries and marks on his hands, his feet, and his side. Go ahead, Thomas. It's me, Jesus. Thomas is shocked and professes his belief in Jesus. In this story, Jesus does mention doubts, and that believing without seeing is hard. Yes, indeed it is. Curiosity is part of being human. So this is where all the naming of Thomas as doubter bothers me. Thomas was a curious person. And in my imagination, I think of Thomas as being an investigator. Thank you, Watson. When Jesus enters the room a second time, he does not critique Thomas. But he says, look at me, touch me, do all the investigation that you need. Peace to you too, Thomas. When I think of questioning and the curiosity of Thomas, I really like him. He is honest about the challenge of believing in things that we don't see. He's willing to say what he needs in order to believe. And Jesus meets him in his questions, his emotions, and his doubts. To be sure, wrestling with spiritual questions is hard work. It reminds me a lot of the Old Testament story of Jacob wrestling with whom he thought was an angel, who turned out to be God. All night long, Jacob wrestles with God, and finally, after hours of physical exertion, he says, I won't let go until you bless me. And a blessing is given, in addition to an injured hip. But in his wrestling, he receives a blessing from God. We all have areas of life that we wrestle with. We all have spiritual questions that we long for answers to. As a fellow curious as a cat person, I'm encouraged by hearing stories of people like Jacob and Thomas. So in this quick drop down into the story of Thomas, who I like to call Thomas the investigator, I wonder what you might prefer to call him, a doubter or an investigator. That my dear holy shenanigans listeners is the question as this topic of curiosity leads us to this week's holy shenanigans story about a year and a half ago my mom gave me the photo album from my childhood days and in the midst of moving i had mislaid this photo album sorry mom i had looked in every closet every box every laundry basket and no matter where i looked i came up with nothing After six months of looking, I began wishing for the help of someone like Sherlock Holmes to help me retrace my steps to find any clue to find this treasured photo album. While it was nowhere to be found, I kept thinking it has to show up sometime. So I tried to put it in the back of my mind, and on a random Wednesday morning, I thought, I'm going to look, for the 100th time, on the bookshelf in the living room. I shifted some things around, and glory be, there was the blue photo album I'd been searching for for months. Inside it were baby pictures, school pictures, and pictures of me and my parents and my siblings when we were all so young. Like Thomas the Investigator, I knew that what I was looking for was important. Even though I could use my memory to see what the album contained— and perhaps in missing my father after his passing in December, I needed to see and touch those photos and be reminded of what is real. The photographs inside that album were a representation of who I am, where I came from, and the power of those connections would give me life to live each day to come. I needed a photo album in my hands to be reminded of my history and to move on into the future. The investigator, the curious one in me, like Thomas, could not rest until re-centering in the truth that was right before my eyes. The question this week about doubts or curiosities comes from the pages of this photo album. There is a series of photos from Easter Sunday, 1973, when I was two and a half years old. This was back in the day of green plastic Easter grass, plaid Easter baskets, chocolate bunnies, and plastic molded containers for sweets that were shaped like ducks and sheep and the Easter bunny. Inside this yellow plastic container were colorful jelly beans. In my memory, this is the first time I remember seeing and tasting jelly beans. I was delighted with my Easter basket, I was delighted with the Easter grass, and most of all, I was delighted with that yellow plastic container shaped like an Easter bunny, and I would pop off its head, sorry for the drama, and inside were colorful jelly beans. Perfectly in reach of my little two-year-old fingers was the rainbow of treats that I so enjoyed, and was all wonderful, until I'd had too much sugar and excitement and it was time to put the jelly beans down. As you can imagine the reaction of any sugared-up two-year-old, I had a meltdown, and this meltdown is forever recorded in the pages of my childhood photo album. If you were to give me a lie detector test or cross-examine my perspective on the evidence in this photo album, I'd actually tell you that I'm happy that these photos of weepy, overwhelmed two-year-old me, were taken. These photos remind me of the gift of emotions. Those photos remind me that I and you have feelings that should be celebrated. Like the kids' song, happy, 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 sad, afraid, mad, mad, mad. Expressing our feelings from joy to doubt are an essential part of being a person. And emotions help us let our family know that we really love jelly beans and help us to live into each new day as something new. I believe that expressing our emotions in ways that don't harm ourselves or others are necessary for growth, development, and making new beginnings. So, after the rabbit trail of visiting my Easter basket when I was two, we come to this week's question How are you? feeling today? Happy? Sad? Afraid? Mad? Curious? Confused? Hopeful? Take a moment and take up the role of being an emotional investigator. Find a good way to express what you discover, because in that expression you may find some real and lasting peace. Last week, I came across a book of blessings by the author John O'Donohue called The Space Between Us. The first blessing in this book is called Matins, which means morning prayer or literally the morning song of birds. In our doubts, confusion, anger, joy, and peace, I call for a time of new beginnings. Emotions do not live apart from maturity, but are the fuel that can help us live into what we can't. Just see yet. So, for Thomas the Investigator, for Jelly Bean loving toddlers, and for where you are today, may this episode of Holy Shenanigans, and this poem in particular, help you to keep asking your questions and to receive the peace you need today. For more information on John O'Donohue's work, go to www.johnodonohue.com. And now, The Poetic Blessing by John O'Donohue. Somewhere out at the edges, the night is turning and the waves of darkness begin to brighten the shore of dawn. The heavy dark falls back to the earth and the freed air goes wild with light. The heart fills with fresh, bright breath and thoughts stir to give birth to color. I arise today. In the name of silence, womb of the word, in the name of stillness, home of belonging, in the name of solitude, of the soul and the earth, I arise today. Blessed by all things, wings of breath, delight of eyes, wonders of whisper, intimacy of touch, eternity of soul, urgency of thought, miracle of health, embrace of God. May I live this day, compassionate of heart, clear in word, gracious in awareness, courageous in thought, generous in love. Thank you for joining me for Holy Shenanigans to surprise, encourage, redirect, and sometimes turn life upside down, all in the name of love. You're always invited to join me on this unpredictable spiritual adventure that is always sacred, but never stuffy.